0: Stop trying to get us cancelled, Tim.
1: Yeah, Tim, fucking hell. (laughs) We'll get to that.
0: We'll get to getting cancelled, Tim, don't worry. Mm -hmm.
2: G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. Alan
1: Fletcher here, aka Dr. Cal Kennedy from Neighbours.
2: It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours.
1: It is Jason Cruz here, also known as Nicholas Atkins. And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast.
2: The best podcast in the entire world. JK, Adam and Kim. thanks for taking me down memory lane.
0: You were the best UK
1: Neighbours that anyone could ask for.
0: So welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, award-winning podcast that's sometimes about neighbours. I am your host of Source JK. Uh, we have Adam with us today. All right. And we have Tim. Hello. Uh, this is an admin-heavy start to the podcast this week. An so-
1: Adam-heavy start? Oh, fucking brilliant. It's about time. <laughs> Not ad-free,
0: admin-heavy. So if you're a fan of admin, you're in fucking luck because we've got some admin to get through. First of all, Summerfest announcement. It's the biggest party of the summer. And you're all invited. Adam and Tim, you're invited.
1: I'm all right. Busy. <laughs> Tim will be fucking busy as well. <laughs> More reason for everyone else to come. <laughs> that is one of the main selling points. That's it, because it is a festival. We can say, like, like we're going we're to do that. We're going to say who's confirmed as it goes on, because we've already got people... We've got, we're have in talks with people, so it would be really nice if we could go, confirmed, confirmed, don't worry, Tim's not going to be there.
3: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> funny, guess,
2: yeah. For the last month or so, you've been absolutely convinced that I'm not going to show up for most of this.
0: <laughs> I'm here so far. I know you were the first one today as well. well uh, yeah, so Tim's a maybe. Do you know like, when you used to get like party invites on Facebook, when, when, I, when that's what you, Facebook was mainly used for? Uh, And you could put yes, no, or maybe. Tim's a maybe right now. Does
1: a maybe ever mean yes? No. It generally means...
0: It means no, but I just don't want to say no just yet. Yeah. That's what it means.
1: I need to formulate an excuse. I need to get a reason. I need to hopefully get different plans for a real excuse, an alibi or whatever it is. Maybe means no. It means hopefully no.
2: <laughs> I think because you, if it's maybe, especially if it's like in your social group or it's with family and the close, you're like, you're hoping that something comes
1: up which gives you a worthy excuse to, to not be there. Yeah, I don't want to do anything anymore. I'm that old now. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> and like sometimes <laughs> I will like want to do something at a certain time. I'll be like, the person who says, Oh, let's do this. Yeah when it comes around to it, I don't want to do it anymore. Well, I'm not interested. And then I'm hoping that the other person or the people go, oh, I can't make it because then it's their fault. And you can go, oh, oh I'm bit disappointed. Oh No, I don't want to go.
3: <laughs>
1: I just don't
2: like making plans because I'm not against doing stuff. Once I'm actually out and I'm doing it, I have a good time and whatever it is. But, yeah, if I if I know that, like, oh, it's the start of the week and I've got this thing on Thursday evening, I'll just be fed up all week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was the last thing that you got fed up about, Tim, that got planned probably for you? <laughs> Your lovely wife. What was the last thing you went, oh, fucking hell, that's going to ruin my week? His wedding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you about the wedding we went to last week, didn't I? That yeah, on- that was
1: just a... Absolute kids' crash. We heard about that while you were there. So I'm sure Grace was having a fucking lovely day with you just texting the group saying, this is shit, come and say I want to go home. Honestly, no no adult in
2: their right mind had a good day. It would have been better off staged at a wacky warehouse so we could put all the fuckers in a cage for a little bit and we could get some slushes. There was just no need
1: for it. So, but that's not how you're feeling about the Summerfest though, Tim. You're looking forward to being a part of it. You're excited because that is, obviously we've got to organise it, get things ready for it. It is probably about a month-ish away. So you don't like making plans. This kind of needs a little bit of a plan. What are you thinking? Are you looking forward to it? I am actually, because when we get guests on, we have a lot of fun. True. I reckon this is the weird thing. This is how it falls
2: in perfectly. I can't be like A few days even earlier today, I'm thinking, "Fuck! I'm already tired. I've got to stay up all night to do this podcast." I have fun when I'm in it.
1: That's true. Yeah. You are hard working, like the pre the pre build up, aren't you? You are, you are. It's like pulling teeth in it. Not, <laughs> I don't mean during the podcast. On that, you're always a delight. But like in the <laughs> in the run up, you are like, "Oh, why have I got to do it this time?" Oh, I'm not eating. Oh, Grace <laughs> says I'm not allowed. Whatever it may be, you are hard work. Yeah, it's like the the opposite of FOMO. So it's not fear of missing out. It's fear of joining in. Yeah. It's (laughs) FOGI. That's exactly what it is. That could be a t shirt.
0: FOGI. It could be a t shirt only if there was some more admin. So before we move on to t shirts, one person who is confirmed, she's not a maybe, she's 100% confirmed. Emily Milburn for Summerfest. One of many big names that will be confirmed over the following weeks for Summerfest. Stay tuned to the socials at Watch Neighbour. Stay tuned to this podcast for more breaking news when it comes to Summerfest. Uh, unless you're like, a couple of months behind, you've just discovered us, it'll all be over, so we won't be breaking news by that point.
1: But well, keep listening, because pretty soon, Summerfest. You'll be able to listen yeah. to it all. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice for some people if... They held off summer fest
0: like Christmas. If like they're still working, then because there are some people that I know are working way, the way through the back catalog, so they'll get to this at Christmas time, and it'll be just it'll be a nice summer thing around Christmas for them. That would be a non traditional summer fest, wouldn't it? <laughs> and we we embrace the non traditional on this podcast if we do anything.
2: Equally, if you're listening to this in the summer of 2039. Try and try and get in, in touch with us, see if we're still alive, if we're on Twitter, if we're still for God's sake doing this. <laughs> no, one of
0: us would have easily been cancelled by then. I thought you were gonna say died. <laughs> no, I'm gonna live to 104, you know this. What may <laughs> 104
1: years of JK. Wow. I feel bad for the earth. How many wedding specials will we have done by then? <laughs> Just for yourself. <laughs> Al Pacino ain't got shit on you, eh? <laughs> right, stop going on about fucking Summerfest. What I want to know and what the people want to know is, have you got me some fucking T-shirts yet? Well, the big announcement last week is
0: that we have a merch shop now. You can go to Redbubble. Uh, I think it's, That's like
1: a real website. It's not like ours that Peyton's been making for the last 10 years. It's like a real one. (laughs) It's a real working website.
0: Redbubble.com. I think there's like three letters at the front of it, but I'm not quite sure what they are. Don't worry about Uh, them. Forward slash people, forward slash watch neighbour. Oh, if you want, just go on our socials, go to our link tree. It's right there. It says buy our shit because you can buy our shit. Would you like to, Tim, would you like to know what shit you can buy? I want to know every little bit of it. Okay. Well, we've got some fantastic designs um some that are neighbors related, some not so much. Uh some some of that are just podcast us, some related. That are us related. Yeah. So you can get those to show your love and support. But if you you can get them in t-shirt form if you want. Tim, if you if you want a little summer hat, you can get a little summer hat. A summer you, fest? <laughs> you can get a summer fest. Summer hat. Yes. Tim, if you want a summer dress, you can get summer fest summer dress (laughs) uh if you want a shower curtain you can get a lynn scully just get the lamb modern kitchen shower curtain if you want
2: i I just i've got the website on my phone right now it's only loaded the stickers at the moment and i'm definitely getting in on this i did i didn't get the just get the lamb thing for a second now i understand i'm (laughs) I'm definitely some of these
0: you can get some bandanas there's a certain friend of the show who loves a bandana. Yeah, you can get mugs. You can drink a ground loo mug if you want to, uh, to show how how much of a sporting aficionado you are. Uh, you can get bags. You can get a clock. See, like what fucking time it is, and it says the neighborhood rewatch. Go, oh, it's time to listen to the neighborhood rewatch. Of course, any time of day it doesn't matter. It's a great time to watch. You can get badges. You can get a jigsaw if you want, Adam.
1: I love a jigsaw. You can get a Joe Scully construction jigsaw.
0: What better way to spend to, to while you're somewhere away?
1: Get the jig, get it out on the big
0: table, and away you go. That, loads of summer fun right there. This, you
3: aprons.
1: This, this is limitless. I, I've got like I'm Limitless! So I, we could I'm, get a we could do a Lynn Scully, limitless t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
2: I've just got this one of the stickers loaded up and it says also available on. And there's like six, seven, eight things previewed, and it says view this design on eighty-seven more products.
3: <laughs> eighty-seven products.
0: Anything you want. Dogmat. Dog yeah. So much stuff. You can get an apron. So if you're cooking a Barbie, you can get a nice little apron as well. Phone cases, everything. 87 products you can buy our shit There's on.
1: Fucking loads. And I'm not I'm not just um, saying it because it's ours. The designs are actually pretty cool. I would actually buy these. Um, and I'm probably going to. Are you going to buy a mini skirt? I think that would look great on one of our um, Summerfest guests, Jason like Cruz. We're coming <laughs> for you. Redbubble.com
0: is where you can find us on there, and you can buy our shit. You can buy it all year long as well, not just for summer. Christmas will be around the corner soon enough. Presents for all the family.
1: Well, the Neighbourhood Rewatch is for life, not just for summer. That's another T-shirt. You're welcome. (laughs) So if you get a
0: chance while you listen to this podcast, while you're fucking around on your phone, just have a look on the website, see if there's anything that catches your fancy. And I believe you can get a discount right now as well, about 20% off there. I think the code word's extravaganza. It might have expired by the time this comes out. I don't know, but you'll be able to get some stuff
1: off there. Joking aside, it'd really help us out. And we get, we get a proper kick out of it. Like, it'd be so cool if anybody bought any of our shit. It'd yeah. just be so fun. Like when we won the award, um, when we beat all those proper podcasts, it'd be so nice if people um, bought our shit. It'd be so funny. Um, we'd really get a kick out of it. And I'm pretty sure we'd give people a mention on the podcast if they sent us any pictures of them in it or anything like that. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. We'd love that cool. shit.
0: Yeah, we'll share them on socials as well. So if you do buy our shit, we will share your shit. Uh, we also have a Patreon, one pound a month, but I've kind of lost an interest in that now. I'm all about merch now.
1: Yeah, we give it, we've been giving a few of those things away for free. We did some pretty funny stuff about you, your run home from work the other week. That was pretty good. Um, that's only a quid. Get on that. Yeah, if you yeah, if you haven't quite quite
0: quite the money for a T-shirt this this month, then a pound a month that'd be uh, really really helpful. Thank you very much. Uh should we get to should we get to the actual neighbours? That is the admin
1: section of the podcast. It's done. Done. All right. See you next week, everyone.
0: <laughs> Do you want to talk about some neighbours? Yeah, because sometimes this is about neighbors. Uh it's mainly about admin, but sometimes it is about neighbours. Uh it's about neighbours episodes 4156 to 60. Did you watch uh, them all this week? I did watch them all in order as well. I had to fuck around with the settings on Vimeo. Because it kept on fucking me over. It's fucked us both over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and I'm sticking to that excuse. Uh, but yeah, Neighbours UK fans forever has uploaded these on their channel. Thank you very much, whoever you may be. And before we start, though, new fucking credits for Neighbours. It's always a big thing when there's new credits. Titles,
1: not credits. Titles. Oh, yeah. The, the pre-credits. <laughs> titles. <I'm fucking> <laughs> out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how Greater, many yeah. How many new titles is this that we've been through is this the
1: f- third fourth? I was going to say four but you could be right three or four I would have said five actually because I think any more <laughs> than that would be mental though
0: <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd say about four or five there were some really bad ones a, a while ago that they just changed halfway through because they weren't so shocking and I've got a feeling they might be doing the same with these ones as well because these are fucking awful.
1: What? Why, why do you think they're awful? What's your beef with these titles? Because they've got this weird, like,
0: half-screen picture-in-picture thing going on. So, like, on the left-hand side, it's, like, a close-up of them just, like, fucking around. And then on the right-hand side, it's, like... At one point, there's just, like, a weird close-up on someone's foot. Uh, I, I think what's happened
2: here is you had some weird fetish porn on your computer and you've got, like, this... You one window picture in picture. You you That's accidentally it. like minimized one of your screens into the other one. You were just looking at two things at the same time.
1: <laughs> I quite like these titles because I'll get the the dodge a bit out of the way first. Del Goodrum's in a bikini, and Laurie <laughs> <Lori laughs> Lee is in a bikini in these ones. And there's two other people that are in her bit with Laurie Lee. I have no idea who they are. It could be anyone. And every I've watched the five episodes and I always think, right, there she is in the bikini. Who's she with? I, but I, I've never... As an unnamed person, as of, yeah.
0: Like,
2: oh, fuck okay. it.
1: We'll cast that character later. Don't worry about they're it. They're
2: new, do you reckon?
1: No, they're not. It's, it's two actual cast members that we all know and love. But because she's in the bikini and she looks so good in it, oh, I can't uh, get my uh, focus quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> they're just,
0: they're, yeah the peripheral's not working as well. The other thing that annoys me about it is that you don't, it doesn't say who they are. You watch the fucking show? No, but if you're like, if you're new, you, if you're like, right, Neighbours has been going for nearly 20 years now, I'm going to dive in right now, you watch these titles and go, who the fuck are these people?
1: Whereas before, it'd always at least tell you the names so you are, oh, that's Lynn, that's Steph, that's Joe. That's where we come in. True. Like Tim doesn't watch the fucking show, but he knows who they all are.
2: Until I watch it, I'm like, oh, that's that. But I, I only know what certain people look like because I used to watch it. There are some people, really? if, I've met, if they were new or I've not never seen them before, I've got no idea. You guys tell me about them. I've got no idea what they look like.
0: Did, does anyone ever like, because you must imagine them in your head, what they kind of look like. Does, is there anybody who really looks like who you imagined or really completely the fucking opposite? I thought D, what D was did? black. <laughs>
1: Whoa, that was some loud music.
0: Nah, it depends. I like I think it's a perfectly acceptable uh, level of, of noise. What about you, Tim? I think it words volume that
2: you were looking <laughs> for then. Level of noise. <laughs> also known as volume, but more commonly referred to as level of noise. <laughs> If you want a level of noise T-shirt,
3: go to GregBubble.com. Oh, we'll
1: do it. You can't fucking give him that window.
0: <laughs> since since Tim mentioned D, we're going to talk about the ego straight away. Uh, we left we left Darcy last week, lamenting, I think, is the word, the fact that he, he D got away and that he, she's now with Tony. And I think in his head he's kind of resolved to get her back, and he started that process straight fucking away. It is a full on heel turn for Dr. Darcy Tyler.
1: I like this because this is like literally an episode after he absolutely saved the day. Full on knight in shining armor, gave D a life back, did the right thing. It was like right. He's done it. Let's what turn him guy. back straight away.
0: Yeah, straight away. Uh so Tony uh has got an invitation to the Rebecca Roundup, which is apparently a yearly Rebecca.
3: Roundup. Reunion. the <laughs> <A> reunion. <laughs> oh, oh why
0: would you do it? <laughs> so they're all going to get together. Uh, I don't think we ever resolved the Rebecca story line from last year. I don't think we ever talked about that, FYI. There's probably people on Tenderhooks wanting to know what happened because... On what? Rebecca. Oh. <laughs> what are people on? Tender hooks. How do you, How are you spelling that first word? As in, love me tender?
3: <laughs>
0: no. It's tender hooks, you
1: fucking knobhead. Is it? Oh, okay. It's
0: two Ts. What are tender
1: hooks? <laughs> oh, like hooks for tents. Those are tent hooks, and you don't want to be <laughs> on <laughs> them, because oh. they're like wobbly, aren't they? If you oh, stood okay. on them, you'd be like, people don't want to be on the tender hooks. They want to be on solid oh ground. Gosh. They want to know what's going on. <laughs> I thought
0: they were like tender hooks because like people are tenderly on there and they, like they don't want to cause too much of a fuss and fall off and go like, oh, what happened with the Rebecca's last year? Because they might fall off, so they're on tender hooks. Uh, also, the hooks might impale them, so it's quite tender in both ways. That's what I thought it is. Tim, are you Googling this? Or do you already know that I'm wrong?
2: Oh, I, I knew it was tender, not tender. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, what I didn't know though, boring bit, cut this out. Um, I think it is actually genuinely to do with tents.
1: Oh, really? That was a, that, I was joking about that. What I thought
2: that you were like it sounded weird, but like it says, one of the hooks or bent nails that hold cloth stretched on a tenter. Ah, I mean it's so it, It's yeah, it's cloth and frameworks. So it's some. It's kind of related. Let's keep going, that That's interesting. Well done, Tim. Yes,
0: <laughs> it's not just a. It's not just a
2: a funny podcast.
0: Sometimes it's not. It's not
2: not a funny podcast. (laughs) I'm the Susie Dent of the neighbourhood (laughs) rewatch.
0: You learn
1: something. That's good.
3: That
1: is good. So, did did you want to know what happened to the Rebecca's last uh, back end of last year? What was to do with them winning the lottery and then they bought that Winnebago? They did. Yeah, I don't think we talked about that because did we? we? I think so. It was fucking
0: ages (laughs) ago. That's what happened. Move on. Anyway. Anyway, so yeah, they're having a big family reunion. Tony wants to go, but he wants to invite D. He wants D to meet the family because
1: D's the one for him. Do you think, question, do you think it is, oh, she's the one for him? Or do you think it's because she is smoking hot and he wants to show her off? Uh,
0: Definitely Colin B, yeah. But
2: just like any man, those two are the same thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think he said he's never took. A girlfriend to this before. So this is a big, big thing for Toadie.
2: Well he has peaked, hasn't he? Let's be honest.
0: He certainly has. Uh, so but he hasn't actually asked her yet. So Darcy sees this opportunity straight away to start winding Toadie up. Because Toadie trusts trusts him now. He trusts him. And that's that's what Darcy's exploiting. Uh so they, they have he he crashes a date with him, they're in the loose pub having a drink. And Darcy's like, Oh, I've got nothing to do, I'll come join you for a drink. Gets the wanking on wine. Absolutely fucking wanking. So he's like, are you sure you got nothing to do, Darcy? He's like, no, I'm just going to get your girlfriend pissed, mate. That's what I'm going to do. Another Chardonnay? Yep, no problem. Off to the bar. Here we go. Uh, and then Darcy just throws little digs about family to dig. Going, oh, yeah, family, a big fucking albatross round round the neck, aren't they? Uh, please don't tell me albatross round the neck is... No, is- you can have... No, no you're fine. We'll stop that, you man. if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he makes a call.
1: To his mate, Big Tony. This was brilliant because <laughs> he didn't have to be called Big Tony, this guy. But he brings <laughs> him up and he goes, Is that Big Tony? And he <laughs> did feel like he just made it up. It's like, Oh, you just ring up your friend, just call him Tony. And he just called him Big Tony for no reason.
0: <laughs> Is he friends with uh, Death Nobby Bird?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carries a case, walks with a limp. <laughs> Sales ties. Five Big Euro. Tony, though, Big Tony is a coach. We only find this out a little bit later. Big Tony's a coach with the Dingoes or the Swans or some sort of Aussie football team. Mm-hmm. And he's he sorted it out. So,
0: D, because she's not only a nurse, uh, she's also a sports masseuse as well. So he sorted out a, a trial for her to massage. I was going to say masseuse, but I realised that was wrong. To masseuse all the Dingoes. So Dee's like, "Fucking brilliant! This is the chance of a lifetime. This could be what I need." Uh, but it's happening at the same time as the Rebecca Roundup. So Dee's like, "Oh, fucking hell! What do I do?" Uh, but t- Toldy's told obviously disappointed because he wanted to show Dee off.
1: Uh, so he goes to Darcy. Well, that's well. Before he goes to Darcy, Dee decides she's taking the job.
0: Yeah, it was well. Yeah, it was a no-brainer really. Uh, it was too big of a career opportunities to turn down so Tody goes to Darcy and goes can you not can you not get anyone else for this job is there not someone else you know and Darcy's like oh not really no I don't really have to, any sort of sway in this but I'll give it a go for
1: you Tony because I'm your mate and I care about you and Dee being together and Tody says okay that's fucking brilliant we're pals now please don't mention this to D though don't tell her I came to speak to you about this, Tim. What do you think the very next scene showed? <laughs> <laughs> I was it last week?
2: Even it's certainly recently that we were talking about. It wouldn't it be good if he just turned heel again. If he just went fuck it, I I want I want to get my end away. I'm gonna just do whatever the fuck I want.
1: Yeah, and he has completely. It's, like it's a, not even like any conflict here. He's full on going for this, yeah. but in a really like slimy, sneaky way. Yeah. Really good. Every scene with Darcy's moment ends with him
0: just looking at the camera going,
3: yeah, I'm a fucking cook. You know it. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so he reluctantly tells D what he says. He's like, oh, he, he puts up a fight first going, oh yeah, it's doctor patient confidentiality. He can't, can't tell you that. And D's like, well, I know it's not about his health. And you're like, yeah, it's not. And he's like, oh, fucking hell. I didn't want to say anything. But he did ask me to see if someone else can get this job. So she's fucking fuming, storms off, uh, goes to see Tony. has a big go at him. But he manages to talk around us like, listen, you know, I was just, I really wanted you to come see this. And I just asked and she's like, oh, it's fine, but whatever. Like just next time, just don't, you know, speak to me rather than go speaking to someone else. Uh, all this commotion makes D late for him, for a masseuse appointment with uh, Mrs. O'Grady. Mrs. O'Grady. But don't worry, Dr. Darcy's there to make us some cups of tea
1: and charm the pants off her. He's being proper charming to this little old lady, Tim. It's very funny. And he keeps bringing a bruise. And Mrs. O'Grady says, You can call me Rose or whatever her first fucking name is. And then, is it Gladys? Gladys, yeah. And then D calls her Gladys and she goes, Mrs. O'Grady to you, love. Fuck you.
2: (laughs) Question then Have have you two ever schmoozed a parent or grandparent in order to. Have a little bit with someone age appropriate.
1: I am. I do some of my best work with mums and grandparents. <laughs> they think I'm fucking brilliant, more so than the actual daughter. By the end of it, <laughs> Adam, I would say you are the mum's favourite. I am. I'm pretty good with mums and grandparents. <laughs> um, don't know why. Weird. Um, so yeah, quite a lot to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's your move is it yeah a little bit because when you go around and meet him for the first time you've got to yeah you've got to be a bit charming are not you you got to turn it on a little bit I think dads are always a little bit wary but mums are like come on in pull up a chair making you cups of tea and mm. um, so Gladys or Mrs
0: O'Grady to you get some gets masseuse Gets her massage done. She gets masseuse right up, don't you? She gets masseused the hell up. Uh, and she's a lot happier after that. And she says to Darcy, and she's like, You two a couple? And I'm like, No, no, we're not a couple. It's like, You should be, though, because you two look great together. Two beautiful people working together side by side. You've got the masseuse skills. You've got the brewmaking skills. Perfect. You two should be together. <laughs> um, and Darcy's spirit just only encourages Darcy. He makes a little joke about it, going, Oh, you know. That's why we were together
1: hey hey mums and grandmas fucking hate you <laughs> i am the least favorite
0: and the mum's least favorite <laughs> uh but he does come up with a solution for d he's like oh i've got have got an appointment near where the uh the Rebecca roundup is How about i drive you down to the dingoes we stop over for a night and then we go to the Rebecca Roundup me and you and she's like, oh, would you do that for me? Really? And Darcy's like, I would. Box at camera. <laughs> he <laughs> does. He oh, would. Proper mug, yeah. Proper heel turn. It's fantastic. It's been what we wanted for a long time, really. Well, he's
1: doing it in such a clever way. He's not like coming out straight away and he's going fancy a bit. He's doing all this stuff where he's like, oh, it's, it's brilliant. It is massive
0: mastermind.
1: And I reckon as well, his shirts have got tighter in these last five episodes. (laughs) He was starting to wear clothes that fit him. But now it's like, he's obviously a medium. Like it's fine (laughs) being a medium. Nothing wrong with ordering a medium. If that's what you are. If you're at the age where you need a medium, do it. But Darcy, small, all the way. Some people have different frames. Some people
0: some people are tall lanky bastards and some people are a little bit uh just a bit girthier. A bit girthier. Nice. <laughs> so you no know, all shapes and sizes. Uh which you can buy at our merch shop. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I don't know what size we go up to, to be honest. Extra, uh, extra G. I don't know.
1: I imagine uh We go up to proper fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys,
2: this is Marissa, the OG and the best at Summer Hoyland, and you're listening to the OG and the best Neighbours Podcast, the Neighbourhood Rewatch.
0: So, big cliffhanger last week so that Lynn Scully was pregnant. Uh, Joe is we left Joe shocked face, and he, he looks still pretty shocked now, to be honest. Next day, he is not too convinced about this baby at all. He uh, doesn't seem happy in the slightest. Uh, he- He's also stunned at the news that there's a, because Lynn tries to talk to him about this, and like, and he's he's just thinking about the practicalities. He's got his practical head on. He's thinking, oh fucking hell, well, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to turn the Joe's man shed into a crib. I'm gonna have to turn the sewing room into a baby changing room. All sorts going on. And Lynn's like, oh no, the latest trend is that the baby sleeps in with the parents. Joe's going can't fucking believe this. I'm pretty sure the other ones slept out in the yard with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> until they were about 10. Yeah, I imagine Harvey raised them mainly. Uh, but he's he's fucking, he's human about this. Uh, and this is getting to Lynn a bit because, you know, she thought Joe would be dead happy, but he's not.
1: So she has a bit of a cry to shell. Uh, she, she does this thing though, which I hate, when he's he's not... He's not particularly happy, but he's not, like, angry. He's not, like, shouting and he's not crying or anything like that. He's just he's just gone pretty quiet with it. So it's obvious he's not too happy. He's just gone a bit quiet. And she keeps asking him, what's the fucking matter? Nothing annoys me more than someone saying, what's the matter? You're a bit quiet. Like, that's annoying. Don't keep fucking doing it. Yeah, I'm a bit quiet. I'll be all right in a bit. But the more you ask me if I'm all right and say, "Whoa, you're a bit miserable today. I am now, dickhead. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, and she doesn't take the hint here, and she's been married to him for fucking however long. You'd know when to poke the bear, with, when not to poke the bear with Joe Scully, wouldn't you? You'd be like, probably leave him today, let him go and sit in his shed for a bit. Not keep asking him, are you not happy about this baby? Why are you not happy about this baby? What's, what's the matter with your face? It's just fucking winding him up. Leave him alone for an, for an episode, um, and then come back in the next one. Yeah, it's um, fine to have a baby not long ago. They were trying to have one, uh, didn't really happen. And then they kind of decided uh, maybe it's not the best. And then Jack Scully came back. So they had like loads of fucking people knocking about, kind of realised they were both about 60 years old and it might not go well. <laughs> and Now it's by accident they've got pregnant. So he even says at one, one point, Joe Scully, I've got to get my head around it again, which seems like a fair thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, because at this point, you know, they've kind of got the life back. Shell's...
0: What, 16 by this point? So she's basically just getting on with her life now. She's starting to fly the desk. There's you now they're all grown up. Flicks in New York. So yeah, they're kind of getting the life out. And then yeah, I'm to switch that again to looking after a baby and, and having your yeah, every moment dictated by this crying shitting machine. And yeah, it takes takes a bit of getting used to. Him, but yeah, Lane just keeps on pushing him, pushing him, pushing him. Uh, she's straight out asking, "Do you want this baby?" And he's like, "Fucking me! I'm just thinking of the practicalities here. Fucking hell, leave me alone." Uh, and he admits limb bitches to Susan because that's what she does. Uh, and then Joe has a bit of a man-to-man chat with Carl, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm a bit
3: scared, mate. I'm a bit scared, you know. It's uh, it's gonna be tough. And there's a lot that could go wrong. And yeah, he's, he's just... yeah
0: I'm full. I'm fully with Joe on this one. He's just, he's just worried about." He comes around mm-hmm. though, doesn't he? He does come around eventually, yeah. Because of course he's happy. Of course he loves he loves being a dad. If there was a if there was a Joe Scully bot and you had to put like five things in there to, to characterize him, yep. loving being a dad, surely be number one. Um What are the other four you that
1: you ask? Uh, fucking shit up. Fucking shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Building things up. Building things, but not completing the job. Yeah.
0: Half building it, leaving like the scaffolding still up. Or maybe take the scaffolding down, but it's not quite finished yet. Like there's no windows in there
1: or anything. It's still like wooden bits. Dad course, rocking a man shed. I'm moving on quickly. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, <right>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Chopping spuds.
0: Yeah, peeling spuds. I suppose that's what Joe Bot
1: loves. And he to... sports. He likes his Aussie sports. He does. He loves the footy. Footy, cricket, skateboarding. <laughs> In that order. That could be a t
0: shirt, that, couldn't it? Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: so there we go. That's the Scullies. Um, should we talk about the Kennedys?
1: Go on then. Yeah. You sure, you don't have to. It wouldn't have been my next one, but go for it. I'm happy to. I'm happy to pivot a little bit. Go for it. Okay. So they're back from the wedding. I think they're actually back while the wedding's still going on.
0: I think we literally pick it up and they're getting home, ready to shag while the wedding's still going on in the nighttime. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh And just as they're about to, Carl, the phone rings. Carl's like, "Ah, oh, better answer. I can answer this quick. Don't worry. Where is it?" And he goes, "Sarah, what are you doing?" Sarah fucking Bowman calling. From England. From England. I know. He kind of rushes it, puts it, he slams the phone down, but he doesn't quite put it on the receiver. So, once they finish in, Susan comes out and she's like, oh, phone's off the receiver. Puts it back on. Starts the ring straight away. Of course, she answers it and she's like, it's fucking Sarah Bowman. She doesn't recognise the voice obviously because she doesn't remember that part. Um, and he's like, oh, can I take the message? She's like, no, I don't want to leave a message to you, Susan. He's like, right, well, go bring you back later, dickhead. See ya.
1: What do you think she wants, Tim? She's calling from England. Shag. <laughs> do you do a look over the over the phone? Do you think it would have been literally Shag?
2: I, I think you got you gotta say it a little bit. There might have been like a sound
1: mm. that
2: uh, mm. <laughs> going, mm.
1: That's that's the that's the sound. Or oh, do you, you think she could have time? like
0: played it out in like uh, tone dials on like because you get a different different tone on each of the keys. Yeah,
1: play if she has because that seems like it'd be a lot of fucking faffing around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's playing it like a fucking keyboard.
2: Uh,
3: so seven, four, two, five whatever there's uh, shag. Try it yourselves at home, guys. <laughs> yeah, go go dig out an old phone and uh, try it for
0: yourselves. Uh, so, they'll deliberating. What's it, what do we do? What does she fucking want? And Susan's like, oh, just fucking ring her back. What does she want?
1: What? Yeah, what does she want, Tim? What do you think? We, that was the question Adam Ridley asked you. He gave an answer. Now we tell him because he doesn't actually know because he doesn't watch the episodes.
3: He said, <laughs> shag,
1: you say reference and we move on. no not not shag tim it was a reference yeah it was a reference Tim. because
2: why would you call him how fucking desperate have you got to be that she wants a shag behave
3: Mm. well we find out a she's had a kid b she's split with her husband
0: so she needs to get back into the job market and her last job was checking Carl Kennedy. So. Was was a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's our last reference. So Carl, he's Carl's fucking relieved about this. He's like, oh, can't believe I. I, I was thinking of not ringing it back, and I had a, a hanging over the whole time. And she was like, yeah, you are being silly. He's like, right, I'll write the CV later. Writes it. Get Susan to check it. He's like, what do you think about this? And she's like, yeah, it's, it's good CV. Send it off. He's like, right, brilliant, I'm a off to reference, bed. it's not a CV. CV? Oh, Why would you write someone
1: else's CV for them? No, that makes no sense. Yeah, you know what I meant. You knew what I meant. Uh, so, Luckily we do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Carl's <laughs> like, right, job done. I'm off to bed. See you later. And then Susan's like, right, okay, I'll join you in a minute. Cracks the knuckles, gets typing away. You know, oh, what's she fucking typing? Next morning she's like, ah. Oh, Post that uh post that reference, did you? And Carl's like, Yeah, I did yeah. Uh sometimes we call it C V, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> <doesn't> matter, <laughs> but whatever, whatever you call it, I post it. It's not a problem. And she's like, Oh yeah, what did you think about it? Uh, was it good? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I showed it you last night and you know, you said it was good. She's like, Yeah, but what about the new things on there? You mean, what do you mean? She's like, All the things I put on there? <laughs> he's like, what do you fucking mean? She's like, Well I put that she's like sucking dick on there and really good at that.
1: Yeah. So she sent off a joke version of the CV. Um, she's an alcoholic. She's Yeah, she sucks dick all the time. Um, Nick's from the petty cash, team. Yeah, Nick's from the petty cash. She's put it all in. She's cracking up over this. And Carl's like, why the fuck have you done this? Like, there was no reason to do it. He's obviously posted it now. And she's like, oh, it was just a joke. You shouldn't have posted it. It was like, because I fucking posted it. <laughs> so now, Tim, there's a madcap episode while these two dickheads run around town trying to get this CV back. This is stupid. It's ridiculous. It's,
2: not, she doesn't remember fully what happened still. No, no me, know not...
1: Sarah's a bitch. And she he was, yeah. there was a bit that that, he, because he, um, he told her about the slap, didn't he? She remembered the slap and he was like, oh, that's because it was, you know, shagging her. So if, if
2: anything, it, w- it would have made more sense for Susan to just kind of, Bit of a sneaky wink to the camera, like, look at me get this bitch back and send off the fucking awful one. Like, not as a joke and then, oh, shit, let's get it back. That's
1: dumb. It made I mean, no it sense because, just... like, she was, she'd was she done it as a joke, like he was going to just delete those bits when he looked at it again. Yeah. But he didn't look at it again because it was probably fine. Yeah. So he just posted it. But she could, yeah, it would have made more sense if she'd posted it and then he maybe had to go and get it back. But instead, they're like running around town, ringing like the post office up, waiting outside a letterbox. <laughs> Just send it, fuck her off.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, could easily do.
1: Yeah.
0: I think this is the 16-year-old the in Susan coming out because it is very much a 16-year-old's price. It right?
1: is a little bit, yeah. It and we
0: mustn't bit. forget that she is 16 years old. <laughs> uh, we
1: mustn't forget that.
0: Uh But, so it's Carl Wright, you should have checked it. Uh, I used to, I've got... A, so I used to work in restaurants, obviously. Uh, I used to be a manager of some. And we used to, like, send emails at the end of the night to, like, uh, DOs, et cetera, et cetera, like about, you know, just, like, a summary of the sales and this, that, and other, any other bits that have gone on, anything noteworthy during the night. Uh, and there was there's multiple managers in the building, so everyone's kind of in and out of the office. So we you kind of start preparing the email throughout the night. Like, you know, yeah, sales were really good tonight. I had a really busy stretch between eight, 7, 8, or whatever it was, blah, 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 blah. But then you would always have to triple, triple, triple check these emails because another manager might come in and go, kicked a kick, kicked a couple of kids, uh, blinded someone, and let just put stupid things in there. So you would always have to absolutely go through these emails with them.
2: So if if anything, then in your life you should be pretty solid at, at double checking things before you just post them to the public. Brilliant comment. <laughs> surely yeah no no spelling errors no just random shit when oh, did
0: i last put a spelling error
2: on
1: tim you run things by adam now so i haven't done do, for a while to be fair he hasn't done many spelling errors he's just wrote the wrong thing though yeah. like, i think i think it's just that now it's just the shit like content which is the problem <laughs>
3: Fortunately.
2: No your own primary school teacher to spell check everything for you.
3: <laughs>
2: but no
0: spelling mistakes. <laughs> so yeah, you used to, you used to do that to people all the time. It was great. It was loads of fun. I uh, could get fired at a moment's notice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> loads of fun.
0: You did? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Quite a few times. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe this is why. Well, no, it was the other reasons, but <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they're 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 running around trying to find this letter. I don't think they'll find it. Uh, I
1: we- well, they haven't sorted it out yet. I wouldn't be surprised if there's one more episode in the next five where they, they where they might get it back or something. They need to do something with it because at the moment no, it's still t- out there.
0: I got a feeling she might be coming back. You know, I don't think you, they start mate, because she's also in to- on the
1: on the blower to Toadie as well. She rings up. There's five episodes that we watched this week. She rings up in I think four of the episodes.
0: Yeah, just fucking gabbing off about something. So she rings Tony and goes, I want Bob back. And Bob, I and mean, Tony's like, I've had him for like three fucking years now. What do you mean you want him back? She's like, he's my fucking dog. I want him back. And he's like, I don't want to send Bob to you. Like, surely your dog's not surviving that flight. You can't send a dog to from Australia to England. That dog's not surviving. That
1: I flight. mean, you can. It's It's like, it's no different than a person going there, really. Like, it's not space. Like, the, oh, it just it's not be nice for the dog. It'd be it's not going to be nice, but it's not nice. For it. I've been to fucking uh, um, Australia. It's fucking horrible on that plane. It's going to be no <laughs> worse for a dog in the hold in a cage. And it was for me to sit next to two fat bastards all that way. They put it in the hold. Yeah, yeah. They don't give it a fucking seat. No. I didn't know
2: this. It's a special animal section. They just put cages. Yeah.
1: Really? They put it in the fucking with the luggage? Yeah, it doesn't get to go and fucking meet the pilot if it wants to and fucking order chicken and or fish this. from the fucking menu, you psychopath. I, 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 <laughs> I didn't know
2: never want to do this to an animal. It sounds fucking awful, but it's the only way.
0: I can't believe you put it in the luggage. That's mental.
3: Not in a
1: fucking suitcase, you dickhead. <laughs> there's a special
2: area for for them it's not like when you see on fucking airplane documentaries where they're just slinging the cases into this vacancy in the bottom of the plane no they all looked after more than that so what? it's like business class for luggage basically that I'll oh, fucking out. Okay. you've got to some level of understanding
3: <laughs> um,
2: they also so often get fucking quarantined once they arrive as well like even just going somewhere like Canada, I think my aunt's
0: cat's got, like, kept there for months. Yeah, well, Tony totally brings this point up. He's like, he'll be in quarantine for six months. Yeah, well, you I don't fucking know you are anymore, Sarah, so I'm not fucking sending him. Is it actually Sarah, by the way? Is it the same actress whose voice it is?
1: No, it's, it's just, just that. there on the phone. It's just them going, oh, it's Sarah again. you oh. do you does, you, don't, you don't know. They might just be using her then. It's a good tool. But mm-hmm. I
2: don't know what... I've- I've got a feeling she's showing back up. Well, I was going to say if she's not going to, well, then what's the point of all of this? Question: If she shows back
1: up on the show, shall we try and get her on this show? Yes, we should <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, she's got a successful podcast of her own, right? No, she <laughs>
0: fucking has not <laughs> We need to get her on. I'm busy that week. G'day,
2: this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours, and you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast.
3: Though I'd like to know
2: what
0: awards they won, they didn't tell me. The Highlands. Least, least favourite family on the street, would you say? It's a tough one, really, because... Well,
1: no, because it's got possibly my favourite character in it. Well, then it's also got the worst one in it as well, so does that kind of... Match? No. Oh, it has, because I was thinking, no, I almost said that... No, the worst character's Rosie. Then I realised she was a fucking Highland. She's head of the Highland family. Yeah, she's fucking shit. I, uh, we'll
0: get on to her in a bit, though. We'll get to that in, do So Max and Steph have
1: arranged dinner plans. Uh, this was at the wedding. They were joking. No, up- so, at the wedding, he says maybe we should go on a, out on a date. These five episodes start with them both unsure about whether they were serious about that or not. So... Libby's talking to Steph and she's like, "Whoa, did he ask you on a date? Are you sure it was a date? Do you want to go on a date with him? And Steph's like, I don't, I think he was just joking. I don't know if it was a date. So they both kind of need to find out to begin with if this is actually a date or not. And they do this because um, they both get delivered the wrong paper. They must've had a really shit paper boy Um, who was more interested in like, like shagging some people on the route than actually delivering the fucking papers. I don't know. Um, they get the <laughs> wrong paper. They both spot this in the morning. They're both in the pajamas. They both meet in the center of the street. I think it's called Ramsey Street. And they swap their papers. And they both like, oh, yeah, what? What? Were you gonna say something? Were you gonna say something? And they both say, we're going on dinner. We're going on a date. Is it real? And they both go, yeah. Why not?
0: Why fucking not? It's indeed.
1: happening. They did not just have the same newspaper, though. I was confused about that. I don't yeah. know if like Steph had some sort of bikers newspaper and Sam had some sort of boring character in a soap newspaper. I'm not (laughs) sure if that's what
3: happened.
0: Uh, It just gives you you an update about the Hancocks and what they're up to. That kind of stuff. Uh, So yeah, it's definitely a date. So the OG's on it straight away. It's like, right, if you're going on a date, first of all, you're not wearing that fucking stripy shirt. And I'm going to put your face mask on you. I'm going to get you exfoliated nicely for your date. So she's there putting face mask kind of stuff on there as well. She And then she goes to pick him out of time, which is quite nice as well. Uh, Steph can dress herself and her dress
1: is sensational. She looks sensational, but she does ask Stu and Libby, who are a bit of a double act at the moment, and they tell her it's too dressy, um, but she goes with it anyway. So that kind of implies that she's looking forward to this and it's a real date. She's got the fucking dress on. She's done her hair. Brilliant. She looks, she looks the bee's knees to.
2: She's the kind of person as well that... It's not even necessarily date attitude. It's just, oh, you're telling me I look too good, do you? She's like, okay, I'm okay with this. Don't you think she's, just, she's that kind of person. She's like, oh, you think I'm too dressy, do
1: you? Like, All right. I don't mind like the best. I think she's, she's quite understated in the whole thing, though, because she's like, I put the dress on. She's making, It's nice because it's kind of like she's making an effort for the first time since she got left at the altar or whatever the fuck it was. Okay. Um, yeah. So they've kind of done that with her. Um, and it, obviously, it's always good when you see Steph Scully not in, like, just a regular Jesus. clothes. Yeah. yeah, It's very noticeable. And she doesn't go overboard with makeup and shit like that. It's, she's, just a, she's just a natural. She still mm-hmm. won't reply to my fucking messages, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but Max is late to this date because... So Boyd has been knocking around with this boy called Daniel who was a bit bullying him at first, but then they've kind of become mates now.
1: Like me and you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, a fucking bully.
0: <laughs> well, they have, they've had some scrapes together. So the other week they were getting chased by some goth boys um, and they, they managed to survive that together. And Boyd's noticed that Daniel's got a big shiner. And he's like, oh, was those goth boys been beating you up again? And he's like, no, my dad did it. I know, shocking. Absolutely shocking, right? So Max is sorting this out, basically. Boyd goes to Max and goes, listen, Daniel's dad's knocking him out a bit. What do we do? And Max is like, well, you've done the right thing in telling me. Uh, we'll we'll try and support him. Daniel shows up and he's like, can I come live at yours for a bit? And Max is like, yeah, coming in, not a fucking problem. But we're going to go to your dad's first, get some of your stuff and tell him where you are so he's not worried. He meets him at the door. He's a mate of his. They go to the cricket together or they watch the cricket together, something like that uh max is at the door he's like he's gonna grab some stuff and then he's gonna go the dad, who's called ed he's like no that's not gonna happen you're fucking staying here and max is like no this is happening and he's like oh it's not what you think and he's like yeah it is what you think and then ed goes ah do you know what yeah do you know what i've the wife's left me. I've lost my job. So I have been smacking my kid to kind of make myself feel better. So give <laughs> <pretty> me <laughs> a couple of weeks. Oh, really, that is what he says. He does. He really plays this off so badly. Like, yeah, I've been a bit stressed, so I've been twatting my son. <laughs> that is what he says. Jesus. <laughs> and then he literally says to him, oh, I'll send him back in a couple of weeks. I probably won't hit him then. Yeah. <laughs> so Max is sorting us out. Well, he's meant to be on the fucking date with Steph. So Steph's like, fucking hell, I've been stood up. Uh, Libby and Stu show up as well because Libby's going to the uni ball and Stu's there a date for it's that. It's proper
1: weak reason why they're there as well. It's it's crap. Yeah, but I'm, I am going to give honourable mention for Libby and address as well. She looks fucking brilliant. It's like yeah. people have made an effort like this week, which is great. Yeah. So they're like, oh, you've been stood up, and she's like, yeah, I think I'm fucking
0: happy, you know. But even, he eventually makes it, but and the date's going all right. But then he gets a phone call. And he's like, fucking hell, I about get this? Summer's ringing on the blower. She's like, it's a fucking, it's fucking ridiculous around here. They've made a mess fucking everywhere. The TV's too loud. She's fucking
1: fuming. She's like, they won't let her play on the PlayStation. The, no, they're watching wrestling, which I thought was a great shout for the <laughs> podcast. Boyd and Daniel are watching wrestling and not letting her watch what she wants to watch. Um, uh, so she's fucking kicking off. She's like, Dad, get the fuck round here now. I'm not I'm sick of sorting this shit out. So he kind of wraps up the date a little bit, um, which is a bit of a shame. He gets back home, and by the time he gets home, Boyd, Daniel, and the OG summer. Are kitted out in their own customized wrestling outfits. And they're just going doing <laughs> their own entrances, full royal rumble. Like <laughs> she's getting spun around and all sorts. It's and she's having a grand old time with him. It's great fun. It's a <laughs> fucking mess, but it's great fun.
0: It's great fun. And Steph comes back with him. he's like, "Oh, you know, we'll have a little nightcap here." Uh, and Max is like, "Fucking all right, let me sort the kids out first She's him. In, he's like, "You all need to be in bed. Fucking get in bed now. Uh, sort them all out." And then by the time he gets back, Steph has left her her half of the money on the table for the date and got off because I don't think she could, she can't can't handle that kind of shit. It's all a bit much, in it. Yeah. And that's been at the back of her mind for a while now. It's like, oh fuck. Can I handle a guy with kids? One that's their teenager and one that's summer.
3: So uh, Max is pretty upset about that. And when you're upset, who's gonna sort you out but the OG?
0: puts her arm around his shoulder and says, Yeah,
1: oh, you'll be all right, Max, don't worry. She does. Like he's the dad. And she like she gets up in a ridiculous pair of pajamas. It's whatever time. A rare is fucking atrocious. <laughs> and she comes in and she like gives him the talk like, well, you know, do you really I know you really like her, you know, I know you you still like my mum, but she's fucking dead now and you're not getting any. So what are we doing here? <laughs> Like she gives him a proper nice little talk, and he yeah. feels better at the end of it because his ten-year-old daughter's fucking sorted him out. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's like, don't worry, dad, things are looking up. I've got that fucking paper round tomorrow. Oh, talk about the paper round, please. <laughs> so yeah, she's got that paper round that she managed. She somehow managed to black a news agent to give. What she show. did was she got she lied on a CV. Um, she got other people to fucking fill it in for her. Said she was like twenty-five like a professional newspaper um, delivery person and all this kind of stuff. So she's got the job. Boyd even says, "Well, you have to be 12. And she's like, looks at the camera and goes, I'm the OG bitch. Fucking yeah. <laughs> sorts it out. But then, so she's really excited about doing this. Boyd's like, nah, I'm going to grass you up. Dan's like, well, yeah, he's my mate, so I'm going to stick with him. Then she says, it, she, you can tell it just comes to her. She goes, I was going to buy um, dad a present. She wasn't. You can tell she wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and Boyd's like, oh, that would be that's yeah, that's a pretty good idea. That's pretty nice. Yeah. And then she's like, but but you won't be able to carry all that on your little bike. And she's like, No, I'm probably not gonna be able to carry it all on my bike. Well, between you two, Dickens. <laughs> you, you two dickheads, do it!
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's so good.
0: I know. Yeah, because they're meant to be looking after her as well because Max is at the pub. So, yeah, she gets them fucking doing the paper round for her. Fucking brilliant stuff from the OG. (laughs) Uh, And Max is at the pub. Steph comes in to get some wine. And it's a bit awkward. And they're like, oh, yeah, should we pretend... Should we pretend it didn't happen
3: that day? And they're like, yeah, let's just be mates. Again. Again. Yeah. Uh, Which is a bit sad. Uh, I mean,
0: sad
1: for Max. He's fucking... Swing and a miss right there. Well, at one point, Joe Scully even says, he's as old as me. Because <laughs> Joe Scully's like, he's a bit old. He's got these kids and everything. He's fucking boring. He's one of the worst characters on the show. <laughs> like, But he's like, he's old. Like He's pretty old. I don't know how old Max is supposed to be in this. It's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah.
3: But yeah, you're right. He's probably Joe Scully age. How old would you,
1: how old would you guess him? To be though, see Joe. I think he's a little. I think he's a little bit younger than Joe Sculler. If we're saying Joe Sculler is fifty, yeah, I'm gonna go fifty. Just ballpark figure fifty. Max forty-five. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, for, some somewhere forty to forty-five
2: because he he must have. I'm trying to think how old the the oldest one is,
1: but boy, he's about fourteen, about 15, 14, 15 or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so he wasn't young when he had him, therefore. But no, that's about right.
2: He looked. He probably. He, he looks good for forty, forty-five. But
3: it's about there. Yeah, especially he's been working on those oil rigs as well.
1: And what's Steph? Are we call, are we saying Steph's about twenty-five? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So what? What's that age gap? Because that's quite a big age gap. What What would you say that age gap is? Like 20 years? 20 years. So do you reckon that's – because I'm saying it's a bit wrong and disgusting. What are your thoughts? I'd say any more than 15
0: is fucking manual. Or- okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. It's it's not working too well for Max and Steph right now. Uh, but it's all right because someone's got a paper round. Uh, should we talk about Lou? It's not going well for him right now, is it? I don't know if you know this Tim, but Lou is fucked. But <laughs> 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 uh, well, Harold's trying to get back in his good books.
1: I love this. This is, I forgot about this bit. This is funny as well, Tim. <laughs> Before it gets really unfunny, it gets quite funny for a bit.
0: Yeah. Um, so I was like, I want to be Lou's mate again. I don't like us not being mates. I'm going to get back in his good books. So he thinks, I know. I'm going to buy him some wine.
1: Lou likes a drink. I'm going to buy him some nice Tim's wine. pulling a face. Tim, why are you pulling that face? Lou's fucked. Exactly. Harold has completely forgotten it. Yeah, And he thinks <laughs> the best present to buy this poor bastard is a bottle of fucking wine. So he goes <laughs> to the pub to Lou's own pub to buy him a bottle of wine from <laughs> Lou's own pub. And like, he speaks to you about it. he's like, I drink beer. I don't know anything about wine. Wine's fucking boring. I'd never do a course on it. It's pointless. Like He says all that kind of stuff. <laughs> And then he's Darcy's there, and to and like he asks Darcy what he thinks, and Darcy pulls the exact face that Tim has just pulled. It's like, <laughs> you know he's fucked, right? <laughs> yeah, he
0: literally says, as his doctor, you shouldn't and in fact he's got fucking kidney failure, you should not be buying him alcohol.
1: Yeah, you fucking idiot. Yeah.
0: So Tony goes, Don't worry, I've got an idea. Whispers it in Harold's ear. Buy him this instead. Tim, what is
1: should... his idea? Hooker.
0: Mm. Oh, he's, he's on the right track. We can't go
1: that far because it's only 5.35, but yeah. what could... Mm. Dial it back one more. Dial it back even further. One more, one more. What's what the next the Remember, Lou's fucked and he's in a hospital bed at the moment. We can't go as far as hooker. Stripper is <laughs> fucked, remember. What's the next thing? Sponge bath from D. Oh, well. We'll, we'll, get get to to that, we'll get to that, We'll
3: get to the
0: sponge bath later on. Uh, so they're all playing Monopoly together. Well, actually, no, this is before the Monopoly, actually. So Harold pops around with the present, and he's like, oh, I've got you some magazines. Like, oh, great, read it. Read like, oh,
3: it. Read that
1: one. He's got one about it. fishing, and he's like, don't give a fuck. Yeah, one about fish. fucking pubs, and he's like, that's fucking boring. I'm not bothered. And then the third one, can you remember what it's called? I can't remember what it's called. No, I didn't. I didn't.
0: I was kind of like like you were with Laurie Lee before. I, the peripheral was all fucking off.
2: There's okay, no so way Harold has done this.
1: No, he has. He's gone to a he's gone to a different town, <laughs> to a different <laughs> news <laughs> agent's where nobody knows him, and he's bought a copy, Tim, of Babe's Weekly. <laughs> Not monthly, weekly. Yeah.
2: Um you know, this, day, this is what Harold would do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the rejuvenating properties of porn. It's full on porno mag. Full on porno mag. And he does this while Rose is in the room. Rose is weirdly all fine about this. L- She's like, Rose- that's fucking brilliant, Harold. Well done. He'll
1: fucking love that. <laughs>
0: love that. You know. Yeah, get him some fucking tissue. He'll be wanking himself stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Rosie's weirdly all all for it. Lou's just like straight up, just going fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at, at those Rosie. <laughs> um, so they they decide to celebrate by having a nice game in monopoly together. Um, which you can guarantee Lou's cheating at. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. Cheat. He's got money hidden on the board. He's, He's- fucking landing on everything. He's hitting Mayfair, Park Lane. He's fucking raking it in, the little scammer. But then, uh. He lands on Harold's angel, Islington, and he owes him a shitload of money. So Harold's like, yes, pay pay up, dickhead. But then, for some reason, at that moment in time, Lou starts to pack it up. He's like, that's enough. you. Yeah, we'll say you've won. Brilliant. Well done. We've all had a great day. Um, see you later. See you later. Get out. Get out. Because there's a nurse who's giving him a little cheeky wave through the window. It's sponge bath time. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, he ushers them out, and she's like, oh, Mr. Carpenter, time for your bath time. He's like, I fucking know what time it is. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't you fucking worry.
1: So, and ha- yeah, but and Harold and Rosie leave the room like, Lou. Lou, look at him, the horny old perv. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all fun and games. It's great fun with Harold and Rosie and Lou at the moment.
3: Until or Harold, oh, so
1: we thought. So we thought, yeah. Harold ruins it,
0: as he invariably does. Uh, because Lou doesn't want anyone to know about this, the fact he needs dialysis. Uh, there is the option of a transplant going on, but he doesn't want to tell any of his family because he doesn't want to have to deal, give, be any hassle to them. He doesn't want to be any sort of burden to them. But Harold fucking does what Harold does and interferes. He takes a, he takes a page out of Rosie's book and fucking interferes. He calls up Lauren, Lou's first daughter, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's the one that he had while he was in Japan
1: or something while he was fighting. Lauren's not Japanese. There's one There's one that's Japanese, I think. Lauren's not. Lauren's the one who ends up, I had a little look. Lauren was the one who was feuding with Natalie and Brulia for the affections of Brad Willis once upon a time. Um, there we go. So Harold's
0: told Lauren and asked her if she went in, like, if she'd get a test to see if she's compatible. So Lauren's obviously rang Lou. Lou's fucking fuming about this.
1: He's not fucked, he's fuming. He's really annoyed, innit? He?
0: Yeah. He calls Harold a stupid old basket. Basket. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, yeah. We all know what he really meant. Yeah, so, yeah we all
0: know. But it's 535, so you can't say cun. can't instead. say that. No. So you have to say basket instead. Uh you can you can show porno, Max, but can't say cun. So <laughs> those those are the rules. Those are the five thirty five rules. Uh, but Harold wants to donate a kidney. He goes to see Carl and's like, Can you get this done on the slide? Do a test on me, see if I'm compatible because I want to give Lou my kidney. And was like, He's
1: not going to be your mate if you give him a kidney. He's like, What would Harold do? To give him the kidney. I bet Harold's got good kidneys as well because he doesn't drink or anything, does he?
0: Exactly. Yeah, they'll be fucking pristine. Um, be good as the day he's born. Do you have kidneys when
3: you're born? fucking, fucking hell. hell get me out of this fucking uh, <laughs> Do <need that>. oh. <laughs> i don't know like have they like fully formed dead silence because <laughs> we're both just so completely fucking shocked somehow we're fucking shocked
2: by you still <laughs>
0: I don't know, like, some things, like, babies aren't, like, fully
3: formed, so if the kid is just one of those. You've got two kids. <laughs> so they've got both of them when you're born? Okay. Just It's well, good to know that.
0: <laughs> good to know. No, because, like, babies have, like, like the, the skull isn't fully formed when they first
1: They've still born. got a fucking head, though, haven't they? Like, it's <laughs> not, like, Yeah, it's not full-on, it's a bit bouncy or whatever, but they've still got one. (laughs) Nose? Surely you get that on your first day of high school. It makes no sense when you come out of it, stupid. I was just double-checking. I was just curious.
3: (laughs) He just (laughs) seems
2: so disappointed.
0: (laughs) So there we go. Well, Harold... Will he be compatible? Of course he fucking will be. Will he donate it? Of course he fucking will. Will he be kept from Lou until the last fucking moment? Of course it will.
1: Will Lou be fuming about
0: it? Yeah, of course he will.
1: Will there be some hilarious Lou and Harold banter in beds next to each other at some point? That's the dream, isn't it? Of course they fucking will.
0: Yeah, Lou and Harold in a bed next to each other. Absolute recipe for comedy. Yeah, I'm looking looking forward to that. Should be some good shenanigans in the next. Actually, no, it's not going to be five episodes. We're running out of them pretty fast, yeah.
1: On Vimeo, I think there are only three episodes left. Mm, Yeah, then we might be fucked. Yeah, then we might be fucked. If only we had like some sort of like big event that we could kind of do after those three episodes. Yeah, just yeah, that like in between
0: seasons and like over the summer. Like some yeah, just something to get people in the mood for summer. That'd be really nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Let me let me think about that one. Let me think about that.
3: Uh right. Last thing we're gonna talk about this evening is the auditions. So uh Adam's talked about this before. They're gonna do Oklahoma the play. Uh
0: Gino's pulled out of it. He had too much stress from last time. So it's left to Harold and Rosie to put this together. Uh, But it turns out the rights to Oklahoma are way too expensive. So they're going to have to opt for a license free musical or play instead. Uh, But they're like, well, fuck it, we've got
1: everyone here. We're doing auditions. Let's just do some
0: auditions anyway.
1: So this makes no sense. So they have not got a play, but they start casting people for this play. (laughs) So you would like, it makes no sense. Like, they wanted, first of all, they want the leads, obviously, first of all. So they eventually they do some auditions. Um, and you can do different plays for the auditions, of course you can, and see that. But they have got no idea what play they're doing. You could end up with Greece or Annie. Do you I- need a male lead or a female lead for this and the purposes of storylines? You need one of each, obviously, because things are going to happen. But they don't know that. They, they don't know what play they're doing. It makes no
0: sense. So they they decide to, to do scenes from from classics. Uh, so they go they go for Romeo and Juliet. Like I ah, will, yeah, Romeo and Juliet's good. Let's do that one. So right, who's going to audition for the lead? Female Del Gooden goes me. I'll do that. Thank you very much. Right, we need a male. What about you, Jack Scully? You've got nothing to do with your life at the moment.
1: You've got no acting experience whatsoever. You've never done any acting, except for we find out from Lynn and Joe Scully that he once played Baby Bear in a production of Goldilocks and the Three Bears when he was fucking five. (laughs) And proceed to call him Baby Bear throughout the rest of these episodes. Yeah, that's quite
0: funny. (laughs) So they auditioned and do a Romeo and Juliet scene and sparks are fucking flying. Finally a bit of chemistry, because... Yeah, they put their hands—they they put their hands together, which is almost a handhold. So we know, yeah. But it's palm to palm. Yep. Uh, and they do the scene, and they're about to kiss, and Jack just fucking goes in for it. He's lost in the moment, even though his girlfriend's two meters behind him, and Delta's boyfriend's two meters behind her. He gets lost, and he goes. It. Delta pulls away and goes, right? Yeah, it was brilliant. Well done. And Howard and Rosie are like, yeah, fucking well done. We we believe you two are in love there fantastic. Yeah. I think we've got our lead male and our lead female for a play. We don't know that it is yet.
1: <laughs> so, as a, a and a page right out of JK's playbook here, um, they haven't got a play. We come back to them. They've looked into it. Done some research. All the plays are too expensive. It's just a community theatre. They've got no fucking money. <laughs> What's going to happen to him? They're going to write it themselves. Harold is going to write it himself. (laughs) What do you think he's going to write it about, though?
2: Honestly, Harold the Musical would be fucking brilliant.
1: That's the (laughs) spin-off we need. It would be. I've got no idea what this is going to be.
0: Is this going to be a play for Rosie? Is this going to be, like... um, Is it going to be Harold, the story of Harold and Rosie, basically? But, like, set to, like, Greece? (laughs)
1: <laughs> could, be anything, sh- could honestly sh- be anything this
0: yeah i think this is where he's going to make a play for rosie um well actually no because he's still pretty uh he's still pretty happy with Ruby, isn't he, at the moment? he
1: is but what happens while they're at the th- at the theater oh well we'll get to that adam actually no we'll talk about we it we won't because we're running out of time
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they're at the theater uh they've took a bit of money they've done a bit of fundraising because they've got no money for this play it's a community play they've got no they haven't
1: money. done a bit of fundraising this is complete bullshit now <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit what he's going to say because he wasn't ready to talk about this he's decided to bullshit <laughs> it was very obvious because what he's been doing throughout this podcast everyone is he looks at his notes and he goes because it's on a screen now he's got two sets of them and he looks and he goes right max and steph right okay everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and he does a bit he's quite good how he does it for this one, I've said, well, we're going to have to talk right now because we are running out of time a little bit. He's gone. Yeah, they were doing some fundraising. They weren't. <laughs> just made that up. So I'm, I'm, Be I'm, honest, you haven't written that down. It's bullshit. No, I haven't written it down. Um, I just
0: took an educated guess that it was because educated. there's money all of a sudden, and they said they were skinned. So I put two and two together and come up with seventeen for some reason. <laughs>
1: So, what, why is the money in Rosie's handbag? Is it Rosie just- says, I put $100 in my bag this morning. Why? What's she giving that for? She's, she just wants to have a bit of cash on the hip, you know, spy porno <laughs> mags and shit. She's just out on the town, isn't she? <laughs> a bit of cash on the hip. <laughs> bit of reverend cash. Yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> bit of <$400. laughs> She's got $100 in her handbag. She leaves her handbag on the table in the theatre. Um, Ruby spots this bag. We don't see anything happen. No. Everyone leaves the room and you see Ruby looking at the handbag, checking the door. She looks at the camera and goes. <laughs> um, then later on, they're having some. They're having a cake or something in the coffee shop. Rosie insists on buying, even though Harold says, nah, it's on me. Um, I own the insists, coffee shop. Exactly. Least he, least he can do. She says, nah, I pay my own way. I don't cheat my friends and all that kind of stuff. She opens a bag. Money's gone. Ruby looks at the camera and goes
3: <laughs>
1: why is there uh, lots of looking at the camera all of a sudden this I feel like there was a lot of looking at the camera this last five episodes and they have
0: decided they're just going to break the fourth wall yeah. this, for, this, for this season for this year
2: a bit, so I'm, not, I'm not into it you can only let one character do that like really every once in a while and I think we've said it's, it's cool when Darcy does it but OG doing it once in a while would be funny no one else
1: yeah, they've all had a goal this week.
0: Has she stolen the money this time, though? Because we thought she oh, stole God. money last time. She's got I to a prove it this time. You think? No, I think I think once again she's going to be proved wrong. And then Harold's like, "Right, that's the fucking second time now. You've cried wolf too many times. I'm not going to believe you." And then when she
3: does actually fucking steal, Harold's not going to believe her. I think that that's my that's my prediction. Uh, which
0: will probably never come to fruition because we're running out of episodes really fast.
1: <laughs> Where, are the other episodes on another medium? Can we watch the... Is this the end of the show? Is that what we're talking uh, about? No, it's not the end of
0: the show, no. The podcast will continue, I promise you. It's just going to be a bit of a time jump. Uh, we're going to have to skip about six, seven months at this point. But that does leave opportunity for a story time with JK episode. No. That you can do by yourself. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do it as part of Summerfest.
1: Hopefully... Amazon will release a lot of episodes that we need. Be yeah, that'd be nice.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice. We're holding out for them. They're, they're fucking, they're ramping up. They're ramping well, up the releases, aren't they?
1: Well, should we finish with that news that we have seen, and I'm sure other people have as well, that Neighbours is coming back in September. Of 2023, it is coming back. We don't, haven't got an exact date yet, but it's yeah, coming it's, back. Month nice, confirmed, announced on
0: the socials by the wonderful Candice, friend of the show. Yeah, no date as of yet, but I'm hoping it's the start. I hope it be. I hope it's around your birthday, Adam, at the start of September. Oh, That's what the, a birthday in, that why, um, would be if it was. Yeah, that...
1: <laughs> that'd be good.
0: If you want to hear first, then probably look at the neighbor's social, really. Uh, I wouldn't or wait hours. podcast. cast <laughs> or hours, yeah. I wouldn't wait for this podcast, though, because we record about a week in advance, so be would be quite behind. And then we've got a load of summer specials as well, so we probably won't talk about it there either.
1: If so. we if we record a week in advance, would we be ahead? Ooh. Would we already know?
0: Yeah, we could be withholding the information for you. Yeah. <laughs> we could be just making shit up, and you'd never know. <laughs> for a week. <laughs> for a week. <laughs> until you got to know that didn't happen which yeah. is basically which is basically how this podcast goes
2: anyway uh, it's not a watch along it's a you have to watch just to realise how much shit JK's come out with this week
0: yeah true so yeah we'll be back next week we've got I think maybe two or three episodes to watch so we'll we'll gleam some stuff from that and we'll talk about it I hope they've been good as these last five I'm sure they will be seems like they're starting this season strong apart from the titles which are fucking terrible because you don't know who anybody is. Uh, Should we, shall so we run we... our
1: credits now? Should we Should we do our credits?
0: Yeah, let's do our credits now. There you go. They're flying in front of the screen there. Fucking hell, I do a lot on this. I do the social media, as it says. Why is Jane a bikini? It says I'm the host of sorts. Uh, it says I do the, the, the fashion as well. See, on
1: credits fashion. on audio, you can just say, I've been JK. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Tim. See you next week, dickheads. We're out. No, I'm imagining him going down like on a team. Again, that was the fucking end. Why are you continuing this shit?